Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Sister Wives with Mary Jane Kay. Today, I'll be giving my commentary on Sister Wives Season 4, Episode 4, You Asked, Browns Answered. At first, I thought this would be like watching paint dry, but some of the answers were very interesting when we look at them with hindsight. The Browns take the time to answer some viewer questions, and I'm just going to give my thoughts on how questions are answered, who answers what, and we'll see what answers aged like milk since this was in the Cody mask on stage still. This is before Cody went full on mask off. King Cody wants the limelight, of course. He announces scene one, act one, as he plays with the clapperboard like he's a little kid. And of course, the clapperboard is the little thing the director uses to mark scenes and takes when filming. And Cody is so proud of himself. He's like, scene one, act one. But Mary corrects Cody. It's actually take one, scene one. A viewer asks if the Browns have ever thought of quitting, wondering, is it all worth it, throwing their hands up in the air? Now, Cody responds that they have all had those days, and they flash back to the rushed Vegas move, the drama in that, and Janelle is frustrated, and she tells cameras it's brain damage to move this group. She says it frustrates her beyond belief. Janelle feels they should be done by now. There is stuff, there is space, and she says, put it in the damn car and let's go. Christine explains that especially when they decided to move to Vegas, she questioned things. They flash back to a scene of Christine telling Cody everything for the move that she has wanted or pushed for. She got nothing. As Cody patronizingly tells Christine, listen, sweetie, we tried to do this. And Christine tells Cody she understands she just wants to go. Now, this is back at the point where they are trying to dramatically flee Utah under the cover of night and they have car trouble and a million different issues with their axles and their tires and their this and their that along the way. Mary says she doesn't usually throw her hands up in the air with everybody in the family at the same time. There is usually still somebody she can connect with and Robin adds that that's usually when she gets a text from Mary and Mary agrees. Cody explains that the one truism for all of his wives and his family is that none of them will ever experience true loneliness as long as somebody in the family is still alive. I think at some point, all of Cody's other wives, other than Robin, of course, have felt lonely and alone, abandoned by a husband who isn't there, even when he is right in front of them. Also, what about Mary during COVID? She was definitely lonely and alone. She was following every rule Cody imposed. She lived alone. She was isolated. She was incredibly lonely. And Cody gave Robin the okay. He approved of allowing Mary to come over and socialize. And Robin still said no way with bullshit excuses. And remember when Mary injured herself and she was stuck at home in bed as Cody went out on dates with his other wives? Mary texted her bestie, her loving sister wife, saying, can a sister wife get a little help? And Robin just couldn't find the time to even check on Mary, even just for 10 minutes, when she barely lived a mile away from Mary. And here, Robin wants it known that when Mary is frustrated, when she throws her hands up, when she wonders, is it all worth it? She is the friend. She is the confidant Mary texts. She is the ideal sister wife. Robin wants it known. I wonder sometimes if in hindsight, Mary looks back and if she feels deceived by Robin at all. Next, a viewer wants to know how the weight loss is going. And Janelle says it's slow after 40. Janelle lost 17 inches. It's been eight months, but she says you have to work fitness into your life and she will continue her journey. Mary was doing well with her fitness until her ski accident, of course, but recently she has lost eight pounds. A viewer wants to know if Cody spends more time with a wife after she gives birth to help with the baby. And Cody says he does do that. And he says it was strange because everyone lived separately in Vegas when Robin had Saul. And Cody helped Robin because their homes weren't together. Everything fell on him. 
he had to help Robin in a major way. Robin says Cody would make dinner, he would take care of the kids, and he would come in after a day of that being so exhausted. And Robin says she would think, Oh, my little house husband, my best customer. Mary clarifies that Saul isn't the only one Cody babied. She says he's been like that with all the kids. Robin explains that this was her first experience with Cody and she thought it was great. There is a flashback to Cody washing dishes and Robin coming up and hugging him for being the best, best customer she has ever had. Cody admits it's taken a long time for him to get to that point, and he wasn't doing that with Logan when Logan was born. Janelle remembers, after Logan was born, the next day they went truck shopping for Cody. Cody didn't dote on her and help her with Logan. They went truck shopping the next day, so Cody has definitely evolved, Janelle says. A viewer asks about the Utah investigation, and she wonders if the investigation is still going on, even though the Browns are now in Nevada. They flash back to the first day the Browns went public in September 2010. There are guys filming outside when the moms were worried and the kids were anxious, and Mary tried to divert the paps by going out so they would follow her rather than catching the kids getting off the school bus and filming that. Robin explains press are filming the house and they're coming to the door. Robin handles the deflection on this question. She says they don't know anything about any of it. They haven't been notified either way. Robin concludes that's all there is to it. And then frustratedly, she says, next question. I think the Browns were frustrated and particularly Robin because obviously they know there will be no charges. and They know Cody wanted to move and create drama for the show and a storyline so Cody made the move seem dramatic like his family was under this huge threat and he was under threat of actual criminal charges or the family could be separated and Cody used this narrative for show drama and he did it also to manipulate the kids and to unify them to get on board with the move when I think he knew all along based on public statements that the investigation was just a formality and that no charges would be brought for bigamy alone unless other crimes were being committed. And the investigation concluded that no other crimes were going on along with the bigamy, so no charges were ever brought because that's the policy. And the Browns knew that, but Robin deflected and she said they didn't know anything about anything. Yet they were so threatened by this months ago. This was this huge threat. And now they don't know anything about anything. And they had to move in a rush. It was an emergency under the cover of night. And of course now they don't know anything about anything. And Robin responds in a frustrated way. She seems impatient to get to the next question. They don't know anything about anything, but it's this huge threat. And that's all there is to it. They don't know anything. They're answering like a manipulator and a liar would. Oh, I don't know anything about anything. And that's all there is to it. And then getting feisty and sassy. That's how a manipulator and a liar acts. That's how someone guilty would act. Because now they all know, just like they knew before, that unless they were involved in other crimes, other than just bigamy, no charges would be brought. But of course, law enforcement did have to investigate because bigamy is a crime and they were flaunting this on a reality TV show and they could not give the Browns special treatment. So they investigated as a formality and they made it known clearly in the media that their policy was unless other crimes were going on, that there would be no charges for bigamy. And of course, no charges were ever brought, but Cody melted for a storyline And Robin wanted to avoid the truth and ruining the bullshit storyline. And I think that's why that question frustrated her. And Robin took the question as Cody and the wives were completely silent. Next, a viewer asks what the do's and don'ts are for finding a sister wife. And Janelle explains it's hard for them because for them, this plural marriage thing is religious. Mary tries to speak and Cody cuts her off completely because he has a do and a don't. And he says, the man should be completely honest and a man shouldn't go courting a woman without his wives 
involvement or knowledge of it. Again, a man shouldn't go out courting a woman without his wife's involvement or knowledge of it. And they should be completely honest with their wives throughout the process. Now, they flash back to Cody telling his family he wants Robin to join the family. Mary says, you have to have that devotion to God. You have to have a calling. You don't just go look for a sister wife just to have a sister wife. This didn't age well. Let's start with Cody saying a man shouldn't go courting a woman without his wife's involvement or knowledge of it. The man should be completely honest with his wives. Yet Cody himself wasn't completely honest with all of his wives. All of his wives initially didn't have full involvement when he was seeing Robin before officially starting the courting process. And when they complained during the courting process that Cody was gone too long on those long weekends to see Robin, he completely ignored them and he went anyways. And Cody initially kept Robin a secret he only shared with Mary. And he only dropped the bomb on Janelle and Christine about Robin and wanting to court her when it was time for Robin to meet the whole family right before an impromptu barbecue is when he told Janelle. When things had already progressed between he and Robin and they had seen each other and there were feelings and if Janelle or Christine said no, it's not like Cody would have stopped things with Robin. Robin was a secret he shared with Mary for a time. And passages from Becoming Sister Wives corroborate that all of Cody's wives did not have involvement and complete honesty from Cody and full knowledge the whole time. And it shows he was not always honest about courting Robin with all of his wives. In Becoming Sister Wives, Cody writes, Reba let Marion me know that she had talked Robin into coming to Lehigh. I was excited and I wanted to put together a barbecue to welcome her. I still hadn't told Janelle about Robin. I had only seen Robin a handful of times. And I wasn't sure what sort of footing we were on. I wanted to make sure she was at least slightly open to the idea of a relationship with me before I broached the subject with my wives. Naturally, I would need their consent to court her. I approached Janelle first. I explained what had been going on with Mary, Robin, and me, and what my feelings were. You would think before the feelings, all of his wives would already know. That's supposedly the proper way to do this, yet Cody didn't do it that way, did he? This is already after Cody knew he was smitten with Robin, and he had seen her several times, and after Cousin Reba visited. When Reba asked Mary and Cody what their intentions were with Robin. And Cody told cousin Reba he and Mary were bitten by the love bug. They felt profoundly about Robin. They wanted to get to know Robin better to see if the families got along. And that was before Cody told Janelle or Christine at the last minute, right before the barbecue, where she was meeting the family. And Mary was worried Robin may not want them. And Cody told Mary he had an undeniable spiritual and emotional connection to Robin. So Cody made his decision. He knew he wanted this woman in his life, but two of his wives didn't know about her. And there was a time he kept Robin a secret with Mary. And this time must have been a little longer than a little while because they'd already gone on a handful of dates. He had seen her a handful of times, at least. And he had developed feelings for her to the point where he had an emotional connection, a spiritual connection, a testimony about this woman. Yet his wives didn't even know about this. It wasn't on their radar. Oh, does that sound like a man who follows his own advice here of being honest and involving all of his wives and keeping them fully abreast of the situation when courting a woman or having interest in her? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... 
must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Cody wasn't completely honest. He kept Robin a secret with Mary, and he was so involved with Robin that cousin Reba met with Cody and Mary before Janelle and Christine even knew about it to check out their intentions. This is before Janelle and Christine were fully aware how deep Cody was in it already. That doesn't sound like a totally honest guy fully involving all of his wives, keeping his wives fully informed. Mary writes about sharing the private secret of Robin with Cody and becoming sister wives. We soon discovered that Robin was divorced, but believed in the principle of plural marriage. Cody and I began to talk about her between ourselves. It didn't seem necessary to bring up the subject of Robin to the rest of the family until it was more apparent that there might be a potential for courtship. So she became a little connection that Cody and I shared, a sweet special bond in a time of turmoil between us. Since things were rocky between Cody and me, it was a little unusual to consider bringing a new wife into the picture, especially given that I never, ever thought that Robin would solve any problems with Cody. I just felt drawn to her in a way that satisfied me. I wanted her as a friend, and I had a clear vision of her in our lives. Janelle and Christine had not yet met her, so this little relationship between Cody, Robin, and me felt special. Didn't Cody just say you have to be honest and keep your wives informed and involved along the way? Yet Janelle and Christine were told at the very last minute, after Cody was already in it, so much so that cousin Reba had to check on Cody's intentions with Robin. And Cody was smitten with Robin. There were already feelings. A viewer asks what Cody's favorite personality trait is in each of the wives and what their least favorite trait is of Cody's. Cody says it's a trap. He spends time thinking it's really hard for him to come up with what his favorite thing is about each wife. So he wants the wives to first give their least favorite trait of his before he answers the question. Mary wants to take a pass on this. She doesn't want to give her least favorite trait of Cody's. How about he stopped hooking up with her, she said, over a decade ago on the tell-all of season 16. So the lack of intimacy, the absent husband, started around this time of moving to Vegas, if not right before for Mary. So maybe she should say that. Janelle says she can't stand Cody's sense of smell. Cody complains that sense of smell isn't a personality thing, though. And Christine says it's a personality thing when Cody takes smells personally. I wonder, is Janelle a secret stoner? Does she smell like some amazing herb, that evil devil's lettuce? And can Cody just not take it? I personally love the smell of weed, but I wonder... What smell offends Cody? What does he complain about? The dogs on the bed was a bullshit issue last season. What was Cody's issue back then? Janelle says Cody walks into her house and immediately asks, what is that smell? I would hope it's a good indica personally. There is a flashback of Cody opening the fridge, making a gross face, complaining, ew, there is some garlic going on in this fridge at Robin's. And Mary tells Cody she loves him, and Cody tells her, just do it. You can tell Cody hates hearing about his worst traits. And obviously, the wives are going easy on him. This guy doesn't really know his wives well. Most husbands, wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, partners, fiancés, whatever. Once you live with a person or you date them, and you've even been with them even just a few months, you will know what the other person dislikes most about you and what you dislike most about them. You know what gets under your skin and what gets under their skin. Cody should know what each wife hates the most, what irks them the most about him, but you can tell he doesn't know exactly what each wife will say. Mary says they're working on how serious Cody is. 
He doesn't have to take things literally. He doesn't have to answer rhetorical questions. Robin says Cody will say, I don't even know when she asks him what happened with a situation they previously discussed. His go-to answer will be, oh, I don't even know. Christine tells Cody he needs to compliment them more. So Cody is being a dick and he tells Christine, hey, baby, you're making that shirt work. You're killing us, me at least, with that shirt. And they're all seated on the confessional couch and Cody says it awkwardly as fuck. He sounds like he has no game. He got four women with zero game. And Christine is not wearing anything special. She's wearing a ruffled tank top with a sweater. There's no cleavage. There's no shape to it. No nothing. So how is she making what work? When a man says, damn, you are killing us, me at least, with that school teacher shirt you're wearing, said as awkwardly as possible, that's not a compliment with no passion, with no feeling whatsoever. I don't think Christine meant compliments on superficial things. Women know they look good when they look good. They don't need a man to tell them. Most women want something deeper to be understood. They want compliments that mean something, like I like your mind or a compliment about their personality or a sacrifice they made that you recognize, sacrifice they made for you, or maybe a compliment about their loyalty or how they handle the situation. Not that shirt is killing me, said as cynically and vacantly as possible. Christine makes fun of Cody's bullshit compliment and she does a robot voice and says, You are making that shirt work. I like that shirt. Robotically. Cody explains that whenever Christine fishes for compliments from him, he goes into robot mode with, You are so beautiful. I love you with all my heart. Now, when Christine needs compliments and praise and validation to get a sense of security that her husband is into her, that he is in this marriage with her and in life with her, he does the robotic voice to shut her down. And it's probably insulting and it probably makes her feel stupid and even more insecure about herself and her marriage as well. And it's very dismissive. Christine says it works because he is pacifying her. Yeah, he gets her to feel embarrassed for asking for what she wants and needs from him and to shut down her voice to be convenient for him. So he's basically almost conditioning her not to be vocal about what she wants and needs from him, her husband. Cody says it's a fun joke between them. What I found most interesting is when Cody does his robot voice and he says, you are so beautiful, I love you with all my heart. He at first says, I love you with all my s and he's about to say soul, it's an S sound. Like he was going to say soul and then he changes it and he corrects the S sound. He stops himself and he says heart. I think he knows Robin calls him her soulmate and he has given her that favorite wife spot. So he automatically was going to say I love you with all my soul and he got the S out and then he switched it to I love you with all my heart because Robin is now his soulmate, the favorite wife. And if he didn't switch it to I love you with all my heart, he might have caught hell from Robin. Why not just say soul? He started to say it and then he corrected himself. And that was what was interesting to me. Next, Cody covers the favorite things he loves about each of his wives. The favorite thing he loves about Mary is that she is very organized and neat in her living. Foolishly, I was expecting something real, something deeper, like I love her compassion or I love her kindness, and we'll hear that in a second, but not about Mary, or I love her wisdom, something that deeply endears Cody to Mary, something that deeply endears you to this soul you live your life beside. But no, Cody loves Mary's organizational skills. You were so neat and tidy. I knew you were the woman I'd spend my life with. I knew you'd be the mother of my children said no one ever. Oh, I fell in love with you. You're so neat and tidy. I'd be insulted if I were Mary at this point. Cody says one of the things he really likes about Janelle, these are his wives, but what's interesting is he never says one of the things I love about her. He says one of the things I like or one of the things I really like. But one of the things he really likes about his wife Janelle is she is very sweet and easy about things that they're involved in. In other words, she is convenient. She is easy for me. I like convenience. 
The things Cody loves about his wives or that he says he likes about his wives are not unique things that would draw you where you know this soul is the one to live beside for all of your years. Janelle is convenient and sweet and easy. Mary is organized and tidy. And Cody likes that Christine is a light and it's easy to enjoy life with her. So Christine is convenient and Robin is the only one who gets an answer I would consider acceptable as a wife of a favorite thing my husband loves about me. Cody says he loves Robin's kindness and her ability to forgive. And Robin responds with an, aww. Mary points out to Cody that Janelle, Christine, and Robin got things Cody loves about their personality. But she got a physical favorite quality from Cody about how she likes to keep her house clean. Mary is glad Cody thinks her house is clean and she is laughing. But if I was her, I wouldn't be laughing. Cody says if they didn't have Mary's organizational skills, heaven help them. Robin says Mary is the details girl. She organizes well. Wow. That man is just so organized. I just fell in love with him. He is so tidy. Oh, I was so drawn to that. A viewer asks if any of the wives wonder what it would be like to be the only wife and have Cody just with them and their kids all the time, basically like a monogamous family, a monogamous marriage. Obviously, Cody has monogamy now with Robin, and I believe he thought about it from day one, and he used the pandemic and abusive tactics to create a situation that intentionally forced his wives out, going so far as to call his wives and kids the obstacles to his goals in life. So not only has Cody thought about it, but now fast forward to season 17, and it's Robin and her best customer and their kids together for life. And Cody has rid himself of his obstacles. He is living in monogamous bliss with Robin, but I have never seen two people look more miserable and bitter and desiccated. I wonder how much happier Christine is now in a monogamous engagement, soon to be married to David. She glows brighter than I have ever seen her glow. Her light is all the way bright, and she is brighter than I have ever seen her glow on all the seasons of the show, just in all of her pictures with this guy, David. Cody admits that he thinks about it, what it would be like to spend all of his time with one wife, one family branch. And Mary looks so devastated when Cody says this. He says on bad days, they all think about it. Mary gets angry and she disagrees with Cody and Janelle and Christine disagree as well. Robin says nothing. She knows she is the favorite wife Cody fantasizes about being with, having all to himself, free from the obstacles to his goals in life, free of those pesky wives and kids he has. Cody argues with Mary's disagreement. He tells her he asked her this question so many times and she told him yes. She wonders what it would be like just to have Cody all to herself. Mary gets pissed. She raises her voice and she tells Cody he has not ever asked her that. She has never wished that. It would just be she and him and Leo. Never, 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 ever. She insists. And Cody asks, not even for a moment. And Mary says, never. I think Cody thinks about this all the time and he wants to pawn it off on another wife trying to say, oh, well, we all feel this way. So he wants Mary to agree with him. So it's not just him admitting that this has been on his mind before. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Christine admits there have been moments where she has thought, this would be a lot easier if Cody was around full time. Absolutely, she admits. She has felt that there are times where she has felt alone and abandoned and she wishes Cody was here. 
And then she looks at the reality of the blessings in her life, all of the kids and all of her sister wives, and she would never, ever want it any different. There is a flashback to a scene where the kids pull Cody into the pool and the whole family is there to get together and Cody is fully clothed. Luckily, he's not in his tidy whities like we all had to witness at Coyote Pass. And Cody, in his underwear, jumped into the prairie dog plague-infested drainage ditch, and we all were eye-assaulted by that. Thankfully, it was blurred. A viewer asks if the Browns believe in using protection, since some religions believe sex is solely for procreating. The viewer says, seeing how their family keeps growing and growing, she assumes they thought the same. Listen, sex is definitely not just for procreating. The pleasure we get from orgasm is there for a reason. It's a natural stress release that was put there for a reason. It releases amazing chemicals in your brain. Some women can only orgasm clitorally, and that has zero to do with penetration. So if sex was just meant for procreating, we would not have a bundle of nerves in the clit you can climax through without penetration. That's really ridiculous to think sex is just for procreating. It's absurd in my opinion. Janelle acts offended as if it's disrespectful question, and she doesn't think she's going to answer that. Why do these women get their panties in a knot over anything even barely related to sex? They can't even call sex sex. It has to be called intimacy. And they get uncomfortable seeing a go-go dancer in a bikini top and some booty shorts. And oh my God, she's someone's daughter. But they are four women sharing one dick, but they can't call sex sex. And they don't go weird. Don't go weird, guys. They don't go weird, guys. It's not sex, it's intimacy, and they are offended if a viewer asks if they use protection or if sex is only allowed for procreation in their religion, as if it's disrespectful to ask that. Sex isn't some taboo thing. Sex isn't something anyone should feel is vulgar or classless or something to be ashamed of. Sex is sex. Sex is amazing, and I don't really think this question was disrespectful or offensive. These are four women sharing one dick, and they might do it for religious reasons, but it's ridiculous how bent out of shape they get out of anything related to sex. This isn't a very private, personal question like what sex positions are your favorite. That would be inappropriate. This is just asking, hey, in your religion, are you allowed to use protection and enjoy sex? Or is sex solely for the use of procreation? That's all. I don't think it was offensive. I don't think it was too personal insane how bent out of shape everyone gets. Cody also doesn't want to answer the question, why can't they just admit they have sex for pleasure? What's the problem? Why is that shameful? Why is that bad? They're married, husband and wife. Even if they weren't married, who cares? But married people should be having lots of sex and for pleasure. No one, even the most devout of any religion, is only having sex when they want to have kids. Anyone who says that is a liar. There is nothing wrong with birth control or a condom or protection or having sex just for pleasure, and there is nothing shameful about admitting it either. It looks hypocritical to have four women share one husband and one dick, but when someone asks if they use protection or if their religion forbids it, oh gosh, well, that's so, oh, we can't answer that. That's private. That's so disrespectful. Oh. Mary says, this is a private subject among the couples, and Cody says, the wives get to choose how many kids they have or when they are done having children. Mary says, except me, and then Cody apologizes to Mary because he knows it wasn't her choice, obviously, to have just one child. And Robin wants to be the hero. She wants to remind everyone she is a hero. And she interjects, whatever, I gave her a choice. She can choose. And Cody agrees, Mary can still choose after Robin says that. Cody says the viewer asked an intelligent question, but it's delving too deeply into their personal lives. A viewer asks how the wives keep their emotions in check because she says she would go crazy. She would be crazy jealous if another woman even thought about sleeping with her husband. Cody wants Mary to answer the question. Mary gets it. She says jealousy can be a huge challenge for them. They flash back to the anniversary scene at Lakai with Cody and Mary in April 2010, where Mary tells Cody she wants him to acknowledge that she has these jealousy issues. 
And Mary asks Cody if she were to be giving attention to another guy, how it would make him feel. Cody responds to Mary that the vulgarity of the idea of her with two husbands or another lover sickens him. He won't even go there. Cody jokes now that he wants to be excused to the restroom as Mary is addressing this question. Mary asks Robin if she has ever been jealous of her or of Janelle or of Christine. Obviously not. In Robin's mind, she thinks she is a 10 and she feels like she is so much younger than the other wives. Like she is this huge score, this trophy wife. And we can tell from that cringy breakdancing video of her shaking that shit loose with the cringe dancing that she really thinks very highly of herself. Like she is really something special. She is special, all right. Her delusion is strong. Her delusion is way too strong. So when Mary asks her, anyone with common sense would know that the answer is no. Robin was never really jealous of them. She wasn't jealous of Mary or Janelle or Christine. Next, Mary asks Janelle if she has ever been jealous of her or Christine. And she asks Christine the same thing. Christine tells Mary that she has been jealous of her or Janelle in the past, but that jealousy was so minor in comparison to how she felt after Robin came into the family. She never felt jealous until Robin, Christine says. Until Robin came into the family, she was the last wife, And she says jealousy is a normal emotion when a new wife is coming along, since it's been a long time since there has been a new wife in their family. Christine says that is really where her source of unhappiness is coming from. Cody wants to point out one of Christine's jealousies. And then he stops himself and Mary warns Cody that he better ask Christine first before putting it out there. Cody agrees that he should ask Christine's permission before blurting this out, So Cody asks to point out a jealousy experience Christine might have forgotten about. And Cody whispers to Christine. And she tells him that made her so mad. That was not jealousy. She tells Cody, that was not jealousy. You were just an idiot. And he truly was. When you hear the story, you'll see why. Christine asks, are you kidding me? With Cody interpreting that as jealousy. So Christine explains that she and Cody went out on her birthday date. It's her birthday and her day with Cody. And they went to the music store. And Cody picks out a CD. So this is way, way back in the day. And Christine was excited thinking, oh my God, he remembered my birthday. He's so sweet. And so she and Cody got into the car. And Christine asked if they could listen to her CD. And Cody told Christine, that's for Mary. Everyone is laughing at this, and Janelle, who is usually a woman of few words, especially in the earlier seasons, calls Cody an idiot. Next, a viewer asks if there will be another wife down the road of life, and she asks how Cody shares enough time with the wives he has now. The answer is simple. He doesn't share enough time, and we know Christine has made it clear by this point early on in Vegas that Robin is very needy and that Cody will spend less time with her and he will invest a lot at Robin's, meeting her needs and the needs of her children to the detriment of their relationship and the neglect of their marriage. So the answer, in my opinion, is Cody doesn't spend enough time with the wives he does have. Cody says the answer is no, he won't be marrying again. My question is, who would marry this man? What village idiot? I ask. And then I think about the women who write love letters to death row inmates and they get engaged. And I say, you know, there's a lid to every pot. Even after all of Cody's disastrous choices and repugnant behavior, there might be some psycho chick who has a thing for bald spots and bullshit and they might want Cody. Cody says every week of his life, every single week of his life, He has one of his wives who actually says, I miss you. I'm lonely. So Cody feels like his life is very spread thin already. And so the consideration of a fifth wife is an almost absolute no. And the reason it's an almost is because Cody is open to some kind of inspiration. Because had they said no after three wives, then Robin would have never been in their family. 
but he isn't interested in a fifth wife. Now, one could argue if Robin never entered their family, Cody may still have all three of his wives. He may still have relationships with all of his kids. He might still have his family. And now he's stuck with just Robin and her kids, and very few of his kids want relationships with him. And all three of his original wives are separated from Cody or divorced. Mary interjects and she says, can I just say, and we all know Mary is in mergers and acquisitions and she was very heavily involved in acquiring Robin for the family. And so when Mary says, can I just say, Robin interrupts and she tells Mary she better not be interested in a fifth wife. Mary says, that's not what she is saying. Christine jokes with Mary. Have you found someone again? Have you found someone? And I found what Robin said next to be very alarming. She tells Mary jokingly, I'm going to strangle you. I don't know if any of you have been in violent situations or DV types of situations, but I don't even think it's funny to joke about putting your hands around someone's neck and preventing them from breathing at all. Actually, it's weird how Robin jumped to violence, even if only jokingly, with words. If Cody got a wife who was younger than Robin or hotter than Robin thinks she is, who he referred to as his soulmate, Robin would lose her shit. And I have a feeling we would no longer be watching Sister Wives. I'm telling you, we would be watching Discovery, ID, or The First 48. Cody would not be breathing, and the new wife would probably not be with us anymore. I would love to see how Robin responds to the detectives interrogating her if Cody got a new wife. How would Robin hold up under an interrogation? I wonder. TLC already has the perfect music with the newer intro they use. I have always felt that new intro would be perfect for a true crime show. Also, imagine that face Robin makes when she gets angry, like she is exercising a demon with the veins popping out in her neck and the black cold eyes and the clenched open mouth. How scary that would be and how intense if that was the last face you saw as she was strangling you. Mary says, when people come up to them, it's weird. They suggest being their fifth wife. And Mary says, they aren't looking. It's not about the numbers. And they don't take it lightly at all, taking on wives. A viewer asks, if anything happened to Cody, if the sister wives would share their lives and camaraderie. Christine says, if they didn't stick together, their kids would kill them. And Mary says, absolutely. Robin just says, yeah. Janelle says they have seen other families and something will happen and the women stay together. Sometimes they remarry though. Cody says sometimes they don't stay together. I think Cody says that because I think Cody thinks truly if he wasn't around, his wives wouldn't really stay together. Christine says she got into plural marriage. She loves Cody, but she got into plural marriage not because of him, but because she wanted sister wives, she wanted sister wives to help her when she was younger. She wanted sister wives to help her raise her kids. And she says her kids are better kids than they would be if she just raised them by herself. And Christine tells Mary she isn't raising Isabel without her. Christine says she isn't going to raise any of her kids without any of her sister wives. Cody says, if he dies, it's a game changer. He says, Mary and Christine might stick together for the sake of Isabel and the kids, but they both have a right to remarry whomever they choose. Christine says, if that were to ever happen, it would have to be way down the line. Robin the empath says, she can tell this is making Cody sad. So they move on to the next question. And a viewer asks, how they would react if one of the children came out to them. And Janelle says, with so many kids, the odds are that one or two of the kids could come out and it wouldn't disrupt her world if they did. Christine mentions how one of her girls asked, what if she chose to bring home a girlfriend? How would Christine feel? And she asked her mom about this. And Christine says, her daughter was just throwing it out there because she likes to be spontaneous. 
Now, during this conversation about preferences and the possibility of their kids coming out in the future, which a few have, Cody looks very serious. And it seems like the moms really embrace it and are very open and Cody will accept it, but he doesn't seem thrilled. He is looking down during this conversation and he looks very serious. Cody adds that the kids like to challenge them. I think Cody wants to excuse this away as being a difficult teen thing rather than seriously having himself contemplate. He could have a child who is gay or bisexual or transgender. Christine told her daughter if she had a girlfriend, then she couldn't bring her girlfriend into her room to play because right now, boys aren't allowed in her room. And if her daughter were interested in girls, then girls wouldn't be allowed in her room. Christine told her it would be a tough path for her to have a close relationship with somebody. Cody is frustrated and he is looking in his lap as the wives are having this conversation. And he looks serious. He has that constipated look. He isn't engaged with the wives when answering this question. Christine told her daughter that if it's a committed relationship, she better bring the girl over so she can meet her. And Christine says, if the girl isn't right for her daughter, she will put up a fight just like she would if her daughter brought home a boy who wasn't right for her. Robin, of course, has to add her two cents. She says to answer this question honestly, she would be sad for a child that realized they were homosexual because it's a hard life. Robin says her heart would go out to them and she would feel really sad because they would face so many prejudices and challenges. Almost everything in life comes with some type of challenge or some type of adversity to overcome or some type of bias or some type of stereotype. Whether it's your sexual preference or a disability or anything else, we all have to deal with our cards and make the best of it. Robin says it wouldn't be an easy life and she thinks that's one of the biggest challenges, whether or not their family loves them and accepts them. Cody concludes that they have determined that they will accept their children with whatever their relationship or lifestyle is. Next, a viewer asks Robin, because of her prior relationship that ended in divorce, how Robin now feels about divorce in general. Robin says, despite the fact that she feels her family now was destined to be together along with the five of them, she did her best to stay in the marriage she was in. Robin doesn't think divorce is very easy for kids. She was a child of divorce herself, and she actually tried really hard to put it off and fix her marriage. She tried really, really, really hard, but sometimes parents are better parents when they are apart than when they are together. And she says you have to weigh the situation carefully, and she doesn't take marriage lightly. If she had, she wouldn't have stayed in the marriage as long as she had in her previous marriage. Here, Robin wants to tell us how hard she tried to make her marriage work. Yet, at the tell-all before last, let's remember how cruel and disrespectful Robin was with Christine when she suggested Christine didn't try hard enough to make her marriage work. And Robin said then that she tried harder in her first marriage to make that marriage work than Christine did with Cody. It was rude. We all know Christine tried hard for decades and Robin had absolutely no business having those words ever come out of her mouth about Christine. When she knows she is a divorced woman speaking on another divorced woman who worked probably harder than Robin ever did in her life to make her marriage work for decades. Cody says his dad always taught him that a woman had the right to request a divorce if her husband wasn't treating her right and being kind to her and everything. Cody knows all about being a bad husband and not treating his wives right. Three wives left and now... Cody is left with one wife who refers to him as her best customer. No shit his dad taught him that. It's the law. Any husband or wife who is legally married can get a divorce at any time. And everyone has free will. If a woman in a spiritual marriage wants out, it's not the husband who gives her that right 
or that permission to leave or get a divorce. It's not the church or God. It's the woman's choice and right to leave any relationship she wants to. What does he mean his dad taught him? It's common sense. Cody says, in the end, he thinks people need to be happy. They need to find happiness in that marriage. And he says, if it's impossible, they need to get out and find happiness in another marriage. You mean like Christine did with David after decades of trying so hard to make her marriage work? A viewer asks what their future hopes are for the adults and for the kids. Janelle has this perfect ideal vision of all of their children being college educated, bringing home the grandkids for the holidays. Cody says he imagines four houses right next to each other. Mary envisions a big backyard. Janelle envisions Christmas at the house with all of the grandkids and the kids who are college educated. She stresses that her most important thing is that all of the kids are college educated and pursue their educations. Mary wants all the houses to be decorated in lights, and Janelle wants the kids to be happy. Cody wants everyone to be happy, and he says the kids get to fill in the rest of the blanks themselves, but they want them to all get their education, they want them to marry right, and they get to fill in the rest of it. Now, we know all of the brown kids have blossomed into successful, happy, responsible, independent adults who have carved their own paths in life. They are stable. They are responsible. Some are settled. They seem happy. And the one thing above all else, the most important thing is happiness, how happy you are with yourself, in your skin, with your life. If you have that, that is all you need. If you have a happy mindset, if you are positive, then it enables a healthier body, and then you can always earn money. But happiness is the key. And all the brown kids seem very happy in the lives they have made for themselves. And again, that's the most important thing. That does it for this episode. I'll be back next week with the next episode of My Sister Wives Rewatch, Season 4, Episode 5, infertility and nesting where we delve more deeply into Mary's fertility struggles and we get more insight into what happened with Janelle's gym idea that Cody drops to pursue the failed dream of his favorite wife my sister wife's closet to my YouTube viewers don't forget to hit that like subscribe and let me know your thoughts in the comments section if you like to my podcast listeners Don't forget to rate this podcast wherever you listen and give it all the stars. Thanks for listening. I'll see you soon. Bye.